Hey everybody, probably going to fall off the chair tonight because I'm actually doing another podcast today, which I think it's only been like four or five days now, which is really shocking for me. Um, I took off today. The heat has been absolutely just, oh my gosh, it's been awful, which I'm sure you all know. And I decided that I would do something, um, you know, fun today and enjoy my day. I had a pretty busy day. Doing a lot of stuff, but I still, I just, you know, really wanted to get a podcast in. So, um, today I decided that I would, uh, tell you some stories. I did, I put my feelers out for some stories about angel encounters and I thought this was really cool, but I do, I did not edit these, um, letters and stuff that got sent in. So I don't, don't hold me accountable for this because I don't. I just don't, I don't know how all this is going to sound, so I'm just going to do the best I can with reading what I have and go from there. Uh, hoping everybody's got having a good uh, summer so far and excited for the 4th of July, too. I'm really excited, but I might take off tomorrow and um, then start again. I think it's going to cool down after tomorrow here in Pennsylvania, so I'm pretty excited about that. So here we go. Here are some stories of angel encounters. These seem to be a very well sought after subject. People really love to hear about angel encounters. Um, I do too. I've, I've always enjoyed it. I, um, there's a, just some things that, you know, something about angel encounters. I don't know what it is. It just, it just seems so real. It's fascinating to think that, you know, uh, so, I mean, according to the, I, I don't know if it's in the Bible, but the, you know, rumor is that we have angels that walk with us all our lives and ones that are assigned to us as we go through life. And then ones that there's like one, I think specifically assigned to us and then others come in and out depending on how much uh, like help you need or protection you need because, because there's a spiritual warfare going on, spiritual battle at all times and they come in and help us. Here we go. Um, at the time, my son was five years old when I had my angel encounter. He was carrying a box of plastic cowboys and Indians. And hang on a second. We were, we were stopping to cross a busy road. Or he was, yeah, I guess he they were stopping to cross a busy road. He decided out of nowhere to take off running. I had my hand on him to tell him when to go, but he took off and a car hit him. The lady in the car said something turned her steer her steering wheel. She didn't do it. She didn't see my son coming at all. If the car would have hit him straight on, he would not have survived. So he bounced off of the side and hit the windshield and took off her side mirror. His cowboys and Indians flew everywhere. There were a bunch of them in the big box, and I was so terrified I couldn't even call 911. The lady behind her did. Well, the next thing I know, a little old lady walked up to me and handed me his box of cowboys and Indians, and when when I took the box from her, it was like time stopped for a moment. Well, after everything I asked, where did the lady go? I need to thank her properly, and no one saw her come no one saw her pick up the cowboys and Indians, and no one saw her leave. Truly blessed, glory be to God. And again, I want to reiterate that you, there's, a, there's a lot of talk online when you put, I've got a site on Facebook that I put up, and I've got, 
you know, email and just different things that, you know, get talked about in discussions. A lot of people get offended when you talk about God because they don't follow that religion. They don't follow a religion or they don't believe in Christianity. The thing that you have to understand is that people are having experiences, whether they're near-death experiences and they see hell, they see demons, they see nothing, they see God, they see Jesus. You know, they could see there's so many different things. What the reason I do this is because it's a way for us to figure out possibly as much about what's going on as we can. So you have to keep an open mind with all this stuff. I mean, I follow the Christian faith. I don't push it on anybody. I just tell people how I feel and I tell them what I've experienced with it and what I believe and, you know, that type of stuff. But, you know, I mean, truly when, when it all comes down to it, nobody can really say they know a hundred percent that the way they think or feel is the, is the right way. It could be a hodgepodge of a lot of things, even by the time this is all said and done, we just don't know. You know, we know what, if we follow a, a belief system, we know what we're taught within that belief system, but you know, it, it, we could even be in a collective. I mean, there could be a collective of souls that follows whatever they believed you know, so we just don't know. But like I said, I know what I believe and what I feel. And I just feel like when people are telling about their experiences, don't cut them down because that is something that they experienced and they're trying to tell you. And it doesn't mean that everything else is discounted. It just means that that's what that person experienced, you know? So just try to keep an open mind. Um, don't bash people for what they believe in because you just, you know, you don't know, you know, so just, um, I mean, there could be various things, you know, after life. I mean, there could be levels and collectives and we just don't know what God has done, you know, or what the demons or the devil are doing or, you know, whatever other, you know, beliefs there are out there. We just don't, it's crazy to, to assume that we know a hundred percent how anything is. So like I said, I try to keep an open mind and, you know, d please don't get offended by mm. my talk about God because mm. I just, you know, I have my own beliefs. And so of course I'm going to talk about the way I believe because it's my podcast, you know, and I tell you what, um, what I've been through and what I've experienced. And that's kind of led me to my beliefs. So just keep an open mind as best you can here. Okay. On to the next story. I had cardiac arrest. My personal team of angels met me in heaven came back with me and still with me now 20 years later. Five years ago, I had pneumonia and septic infection the same time and my body was shutting down. The doctor told my family I was dying. I had lost my mind completely, knew nothing and nobody, but learned later my team of angels met with God and decided to let me live and they were with me in my recovery, which took months. And that was that for that one. Um, I'm, I would be interested... I'll have to email this person back and get a little more details. I'm interested to know how they knew that their team of angels met with God. But that's a, that's a neat story. Some of these stories are really short. It's just, you know, people's encounters that they send in, you know. So it, it's just, you know, there's some of them are real, real short and others are longer. Um, next one, I know, I don't know if this counts, but we lost our son three years ago on his 26th birthday in a tragic auto accident. There's a lot of auto accident encounters, I noticed. In March of this year, my husband, his dad, fell seriously ill and was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer, given weeks to live. 
He went downhill fast, and it was horrible. I was sitting at the foot of his hospital bed crying and asking my son to come and be with him and help him transition, begging and sobbing. I felt three distinct taps on my left shoulder and heard my son's voice say, oh, this, this makes me want to cry. I'm right here, Mama. I didn't, my, my own sons call me Mama, so this is really emotional for me. I didn't see anyone and was in the room alone. I believe our son was there with his dad when he passed the next day, April 2nd. I have another story about when my son died alone, trapped in that car, but that's for another day. That story is really touching to me. That's really amazing to me. Um, next one. I had pancreatic cancer and I was in extreme pain. It was early morning before the dawn and I was so happy that I didn't hurt anymore. An old tall native man appeared in my room. I said, hey, what are you doing here and who are you? He said, I am from the horse nation and we are here to help you. This person must have an Indian descent. I said, what? The tall man grabbed me by the shoulders, pushed me down on the bed and yanked me up so fast and I was like, what just happened? I had a doctor's appointment the next day, and they couldn't find the cancer. Nothing. They did a biopsy and nothing. I had lost 40 pounds in two months. I was a toothpick. I'm happy to say I'm happy, healthy, and quite chubby now. I love life and help when I can. Life is good because I'm alive, forever grateful. Yes, he was my angel. Next story. Yes, I have a story. In the course of an accident when my car went off the road at a 90 degree angle, I saw an angel swoop by the passenger side by my pickup and turn it left parallel to the road and drop it over a snow fence into a field onto marshy grass, grass <laughs> can't talk, where it was soft, almost to bounce, almost to bounce as wet ground absorbed shock from the fall. Only minor injuries were sustained. The police and others who came to help could not figure out how the whole scenario happened. My angel saved the lives of my children and me. Wow. Next story. I've seen angels across the water at a lonely beach. They were at a, at a, at a, I can't talk. At a lonely beach, they were coming towards me when I was in extreme grief. Giant beings, 10 feet tall at least, beautiful, bright, illuminating, pink, iridescent light. It blinded me. They told me it's going to be okay. I will never, ever forget it. Oh, yeah, there was three of them. Sorry, there's my phone. That's really neat. Um, I have heard that when we die, we have, we get what you call glorified body. So when we pass, we go from this form to a gigantic form. We get really big because God is so big and heaven is so big. And that's what I believe. That's why. And so when I hear this story about the angels being huge, that doesn't surprise me. And it's funny because everything that you learn about, like let's go into the dogmen, the Bigfoot, you know, angels, all of these entities and beings are all huge. They're all giants. And it's fascinating, you know, to see that, you know, that they're just, 
this big. I mean, it, it's crazy to me, but I'm kind of excited about, you know, going home one day and getting a glorified body. I don't know about you guys, but I sure am. Get out of all this pain and suffering and horror, horror here and be somewhere where it's, it's wonderful. And I hope that we all make it there. I hope that, you know, there is no hell. I hope that we, you know, all end up somehow in heaven. And the people that have done horrible things, I hope there's some serious counseling for them. You know, I, I mean, I wouldn't wish them in heaven, but I, I don't, I, that's up to God. You know, I don't want to wish, you know, I don't want to say I wish bad things on them, but I mean, I think deep down everybody does when you hear of really bad stories, but that's up for God to decide. So, okay, next story. Yes, I did. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, I do have a story. Um, I'm not sure what this person means. Hang on a second. I'm trying to get acclimated to this story. Okay. Oh, the angel tried to wake me up. They said my name. I was on life support, getting ready to be disconnected. I woke up, and a machine was breathing for me. They took it off, and I asked, where, where is she? The angel that told me to wake up. I looked everywhere. They said, no, impossible. I said, no, she told me to wake up. She looked like a woman, transparent looking. I have never forgotten that experience since then. Years ago, my search for angels started truly a spiritual awakening. Um, that's fascinating to me because you always hear of angels as being um, male. I mean, that's, you know, you just don't hear of too many people explaining an angel as, as a she. So that, that was kind of comforting to hear that because it would be nice to know that there's both, you know. I'm not sure if either one has a sex. They might be, um, you know, like what they call neuter. That's a term for neither sex. So, but they might just appear as a female or a male. So I don't know what to see. I'm actually, I've been working on a screenplay about a love story about angels. Um, it's actually about Lucifer and another angel that was in heaven. I'm working on a, a movie for that, and I'm hoping to get that out at some point here. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, next story. I was driving one day and was at a stop sign wanting to turn left. I literally could not turn the wheel left, and I had the strongest bad feeling. Don't go that way. It was the only way to go to get to where I was going, but every time I went to go, I couldn't. This was so strong, I couldn't do it. I ended up going right, and I headed to a church. I walked in and told them. They just looked at me like I was crazy, but I know if I had turned left, something really bad would have happened. Maybe an accident. I'll never know, but I'm so glad I didn't turn left. Yeah, maybe they could have been. Maybe a demon was trying to take their life, and they were led to a church. Um... So here's the next story. Give me a second here. I have to try to figure out what some of the stories you have to kind of, you know, figure out what they're saying. Okay. Um, here's an experience I had. I witnessed my childhood dog, who was a big part of my life, was diagnosed with cancer. My dad tried everything he could to prolong her life. At the end, she had no real life left in her and could no longer stand or do anything for herself. My dad was on the phone trying to find an open vet so we could take her in and humanely euthanize her. She was laying in the hallway and suddenly lifted her head, barked and wagged her tail looking at something. This is so cute. Or someone that made her happy. We didn't see anything there and thought maybe she was going to be okay. 
Two hours later, she passed. We strongly think someone was there to give her additional comfort and take her home. You know, I find it amazing, too, that it's not like they just swoop right in and take you. It's like there's this period of time where they're waiting. I don't know if they're waiting for your soul to come out and, you know, to be ready and to come out. Like, is it something that we decide that we don't realize we decide? You know, is there a time period given to us when we die? Like, do we decide even that, you know, when we leave or, you know, was there like a, a an exact moment that we're supposed to die and that's why they wait? It, it's just, it's so crazy to hear these stories, how these angels come and they could be there for days waiting for somebody, maybe protecting them from, you know, demons. I've told of a couple stories on here now where the one little boy that when he died, Jesus came for him and then the demon came at the same time. And then he told the little boy to kick him in the teeth, you know, so it's almost like they're guarding us, you know, and waiting for our soul to come out. So they're there at that moment. So nothing else gets us. It's just, it's really fascinating to me. Okay, on to the next story here. Let me get a drink here. Hang on a second. I've had encounters two times. I live in the country with family members on the same land. I love playing with nieces and nephews. There was always a knock on the door. I knew my nephew was on his way from the house next door because he called me for a tool. He's a grown man, and his house is about 200 yards away. As I go towards the door, I went to pick up a toy gun that looked real to play with him. When I opened the door, and it felt like something moved my hand as I reached for it in a fast walk. I could hear, not audible, but tel telepathically, a scream. No. When I opened the back door, there was a police officer standing there. Oh, wow. I was going to crack the door open and stick the toy barrel to my nephew's nose. That officer would have had no choice but to fire. He was looking for a family down the road. <sighs> that's crazy, you guys. I don't know. That's wild. Something literally screamed at this person and it said no and pushed its hand, his, hand, his or her hand away. Uh, two years ago, yes, another the second story, two years ago yesterday morning, my wife passed away and I saw her leave her body and felt an unbelievable love that words can't explain. Wow. Next story. I heard my guardian angel in my head tell me, don't panic when my car went into a spin on Rand Road during a snowstorm. I took my hands off the wheel and just let the car come to a stop. Rand Road is normally very busy. I was able to right the car and continue home safely. Next story. I would have definitely drowned twice. The first time as a toddler, my cousin was meant to watch me on the sand at the beach when my parents saw a large lady wading out to pick something up out of the water. Me. They saw my cousin take me, and in the shock of it all, the lady had completely disappeared. And, and think of the different forms they take. That's so fascinating to me, too. Are they old family members? Somebody that, like, a great-great-great-aunt or grandmother? You know, like, I mean, these forms are, it's crazy. It's just, it's just, it, I'm telling you, this is just, this stuff is so fascinating. What we, what we just, what is around us, it's so fascinating. <clears throat> As a teenager, I'd swam to the far from shore 
I'd swam, they say too, oh, okay, I'd, I'd swam too far from the shore in the reservoir to swim back and was fully exhausted when beside me came a boy on a board who allowed me to grab my breath and help me back to shore. Friends watched, watching me asked how I got back to shore when I looked so exhausted and I tried to point to the boy on the board, but he was gone, nowhere to be seen once again. I've had angels help me every time I need them. I have no doubt they exist and am fully aware of the love they give. Next story. I feel strongly that I was saved from a speeding car coming at me. Sorry about that. By a guardian angel. I felt being lifted up and over the car hood and I had no injuries. I will always be grateful for this. That was back in my childhood and now I am almost 65 years old. Next story. My dad had angels around his bed when he was passing. We couldn't see them, but he could. He said they were waiting because other people were passing before him. Wow. When he died, he screamed, Mama, you came. I think his mother came for him, too. It was beautiful. Next story. I fell headfirst from a second-story porch into cement. When I came to, I was bleeding profusely. I was able to sit up, so leaning on one hand and trying to do my best on my own first aid with closing the skin ripped from my skull and applying pressure. I tried to get up knowing I needed help fast, but I also broke my back and couldn't get up. I was in an alley between two houses. My car parked in front of me. I was aware my neighbors would be at work. Nobody from the street or sidewalk could see me. So I cried out, God help me. He said, Rose, it's going to be a very hard fight. I replied out, love for my children. Don't, I don't care. I'll fight. Next thing I know, I'm in my apartment, laying in my recliner with my phone in my hand. A voice said, call 911. I saw three angels and they were giving me comfort. It was very clear. My door was dead bolted shut, but as I was able to get up to unlock it, I was very confused. I wasn't sure myself as to how I got so injured. Because of the divine intervention, I always figured that it was God's intention that it was not my time, and accidents happen. They were very clear to see, as if I was supposed to see them, the angels, large, beautiful beings of light in light blue gowns and light golden hair to their elbows. Their hair was wavy. Their faces were so light that the eyes and mouth looked like dark slits. They were like illuminated. No, I didn't see any wings, but they stayed with me through the emergency, through the emergency room crisis, and they brought me a great deal of comfort through the horrible pain once it kicked in. With the head injury so bad and laying on a board on my fractured spine, the pain was extreme. They wouldn't give me pain medication because of the head injury. Well, the beautiful angels worked to help me. Next story. I was driving on an interstate during rush hour in a whiteout winter, in, in whiteout winter conditions. My car spun out and stopped against the guardrail on the shoulder. I sat in the car shocked that the car ended in a safe space and no cars on the road or anywhere. 
Then I wanted to check the car damage. I got out and was looking at the car when an arm reached out and grabbed my arm, pulling me to the grass as a, as a semi flew past. I clearly remember it. It appeared to be a man and a woman behind. They were glowing, but dressed in clothes. I looked away, saw I was sandwiched between two cars, not there a second before. Looking back, they were gone in the cars, too. Wow. So there were <laughs> just these cars that just apparated out of nowhere to protect this person. And the next thing they knew, it looked they looked and everything's gone. This gets wild. I believe every second of it, though. I believe my mother, next story, I believe my mother did, or she saw angels before she passed. While in a coma, she told me twice she couldn't cross over. Once all the immediate family members were there, she passed. Next story. Yes, I've seen two angels in midair on my right and left side of me while I watched from sitting or floating above. I felt peaceful and no pain could hear my boyfriend's voice yelling, and I, I saw him trying to get me out of his Chevy S10 pickup, pulling my seatbelt off and pulled my left shoulder out of its socket, yelling, Vanessa, oh my God, I killed you. He made an illegal left-hand turn, and a car coming toward me hit me on the driver's side. I recalled saying to him not to go on that road near a greenhouse of flowers as I had a premonition. Now, this is crazy. She had a premonition that something was going to happen there, and he didn't listen. I remember saying that a car was coming. I spit, it, I spit, and it was as though I took a deep breath, and I was gone towards a black tunnel. I could see everyone on the road. I could smell the dirt and grease of the truck. I then saw myself crawling on my knees on the road. But in reality, I never crawled on that road. I, wake, I woke up in the hospital. The doctor was talking to my boyfriend then they they took me to get some white chalky drink and gave me warm blankets i kept vomiting the liquid so they gave me clean warm blankets they told me i had internal bleeding the size of a football took me for x-rays and i was placed inside of a big machine the doctor couldn't find the internal bleeding it was mysteriously gone then in the er room my necklace fell under the bed and as the nurse lifted it up to hand me my necklace, she scooped up the stone that my boyfriend had given to me. I noticed that the silver necklace was twisted. The necklace was twisted. That's pretty mm. wild when mm. you think about the fact this person was wearing a necklace and the necklace was twisted. <laughs> and somehow they survived it. Doctor said I had a concussion and a brain and brain trauma. Said I would have long-term or short-term memory loss. That I would need to relearn something, some things in life all over again. I walked to the bathroom holding my IV. The nurse told me not to look at myself in the mirror. I didn't have my glasses on yet to see myself. I had road burn on my thighs and on my neck, and the seat where the seatbelt scratched my neck, where I went. Okay, hang on. I'm just trying to decipher what she's saying. Where I went to with the two angels was a beautiful green grass meadow. 
on top of a hill with people talking, children running and playing, animals all nearby and not harming anyone. The flowers and trees were breathing. The bright sunshine felt cool and peaceful. I went towards a yellow light and heard a voice saying to me, Go back, my child, go back. It's not your time to be here. Go heal thyself. Gather my children. You have work to do, my child. I went back quickly to my body, and I hurt all over. I couldn't sit upright. My neck was stuck. I couldn't even speak to anyone. I just answered crying, saying, Um, ah. Uh, they had a police questioning my boyfriend. He took me and my son home with his family. Thank God my son was in kindergarten at the time of my accident. The police found my glasses at the truck on the floor mats. He handed them to me in the hospital. They weren't cracked nor broken. How did I have road burn if I didn't crawl on the road? My fingernails were broken on my right hand where I held on to the passenger side door as a Toyota Corolla hit me and sent the truck back from turning left. My big toe was bruised and bleeding from the hit as my foot held on to the bottom of the truck as the other car crashed into me. To this day, I don't know how I survived this wreck. The angels saved me because I could see everything, the truck, the dust, oil, people asking if I was all right. I couldn't answer anyone because I sat in midair with two angels looking and listening to everyone. I could smell everything coming from the truck wreck. I had a fanny pack on my waist. They removed it in the ER, gave it back to me. I could only cry and nod my head. Wasn't able to speak nor lay down on a bed. I had a crick to my neck feeling too. Too much pain in my head, neck, arm, back, and vomiting in plastic bags all the way to the apartment. Wow. This was on the way home from the hospital. Boyfriend's family moved us, my son and I, with their son, that was a triplet, but one triplet died at birth, so two lived, and my boyfriend was dyslexic and shouldn't be driving his surviving brother's truck illegally. He was hiding us with family. Then I began to rehabilitate myself with all that I had learned. As the voice told me in the light, I was healing myself. In the lake, my boyfriend gave me a big bear hug and popped my left socket in my arm back in. Hurt for a few seconds. I had my son cared for by my boyfriend, his mom, dad, and brothers as they took good care of us. Placed my son on a school bus, too. I spoke to my older daughters back at my parents' house where they stayed living with them temporarily. I cried and continued to throw up. Sat, I sat in a recliner and slept on it until I had medications. I had to learn to walk very slowly, talk slowly as my throat hurt. My boyfriend would say I had to move and walk, talk, etc. After a few months of living with him, then with his family and my parents, oh, then with, then with his family, my parents drove to get us. We left to West Texas where I took myself to rehabilitation. I met a, a physical therapist man that told me the angels had saved my life. Sorry for the long story. Plus, I have my ex-boyfriend's class ring. Oh, I guess he's an ex now. Um, class ring to return to him. When I find him again, I need to tell him that I am alive. I live to see my daughters getting married and having given birth to my grandchildren. I am a grandma. My son is a grown man now. I have brain trauma. Grateful I survived. I am still a psychic 
medium, and empath to this day. Next story. My best friend experienced several years ago when skiing in Switzerland that the snow and the weather got worse and she did not know where she was. Suddenly an angel appeared and stopped her way. She then chose another way and later found out that if the angel had not stopped her, she would have been killed by falling down in a cleft. Next story. I was hypnotized by a licensed psychologist and had a memory of angels surrounding me. My near-death experience was when I was very young with measles, running extremely high temperature. I remember beautiful light and seeing loving and kind beings. Words were not spoken. Thoughts were heard easily and naturally. I was curious and asked questions. I gained an even stronger love and understanding of life and how it works. Next story. I had two big ones come to get me, hold me up, let me watch the body get loaded into the ambulance, then escort me between the two layers. They were huge. I don't remember much more than this. Next story. Long story, very short. I opened my front door only to see a man that was standing about 10 feet away from the door. He looked at me with evil eyes and threw a knife straight towards my head when suddenly I felt a force throwing me down to the floor. I felt a strange, peaceful feeling. I was not afraid. The man was gone and I had a huge hole in my screen door and a huge knife in my living room. Wow. Next story. My grandson was about five, and his father was dying of cancer. The kids were all lying near him on the big king-sized bed. He said he looked up in the corner of the bedroom near the ceiling and saw an angel. He said the angel told him in his head as he described it, telepathically, that not to worry and that it's going to be all right. Then he said the angel disappeared. His father passed away soon after. And he said that it was not a baby angel. He said it was a full ground. It was full grown, and it wasn't a lady or a man angel, just an angel. And the last story for today: My best friend saw angels throughout her childhood. When her mom had cancer, the angels came and sat on my friend's bed and told her that she would take her mother's sickness from her. Her mother's cancer is gone. That's amazing. That's what I have for you guys today. It was really fun doing this. I really love the angel stories. Um, if you guys have any more, please send them my way. In the dark 2021 at gmail.com. I love getting your stories. I love hearing all your encounters. It can be anything. Cryptid, near-death experiences, angels, um, you know, evil spirits, ghosts, demons, sleep paralysis. I mean, you, you name it, whatever you guys have, please send to me. I, I really love to get these stories and I love to read them because I feel like we're just a little touch closer to knowing more. But like I always say, the more we know, the less we know. So it seems like the more we learn, the less we know. It really does. And it's, <laughs> just it's baffling but it's fascinating at the same time and it also helps to protect us it helps to helps us to learn how to protect ourselves and our family and our loved ones so just keep getting those stories out there you guys whether it's through me or other outlets 
keep getting them out there because we need to know as much as we can. You guys have a wonderful night. God bless you. Try to stay cool. Stay safe. Say your prayers. And I will talk to you soon. Have a great night. Take care.